Jersey Joe's Surf Lounge is associated with the mood of swank space age bachelor pads, exotica, cool hip cats, martinis, beach parties, surf, sunsets, and cocktail pop subculture. It's vibes for people who want to have a fabulous time. So take your shoes off, and live the high life while you can. Welcome to our podcast. With an ever-present beverage in his hand, here's Crazy Joe to tell us all about the life of a cyber surfer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Surf Lounge, a virtual plane in cyberspace where the perceptions of reality and fantasy get blurred. A special place where visitors from all over the world can get together and chat, read, or just watch and unlock the mysteries of two of life's most essential ingredients, surf and lounge. You've got lounge. You've got surf, you've got lounge. If you ever end up traveling to Surf Lounge, expect to find tons of surfing and lounging activities, including art, music, live beach cams, surfing conditions, and online books. The mastermind behind this virtual world? Well, one man that is either extremely brilliant or just plain nuts. Hey, you like the shirt? Ladies and gentlemen, Crazy Joe Fleming. I'm the underground, iconoclastic rock impresario of San Luis Obispo County. Yeah! It's the imaginary, um, imaginary town of Surf Lounge. Itchy, itchy. Oh, I gotta go surf again. Oh, whatever. People want information about their wave conditions, you know, wherever they live. The SurfLounge.com site has become number one for accessing information about the wave conditions. It's constantly updated every day with new information, entertainment, art, music. You can spend months on the website. And if you poke around, there are some secret pages. If you find the flying saucer coming through the pyramids, well, you, you found the secret page. <laughs> Besides the webcams and surfing conditions, some of the more popular areas of the site include the music section, where visitors can listen to samples from Crazy Joe's studio. Yeah, yeah, play your song off of the new album. Dig this. Oh, nice. But if you really want to live the surf lounge lifestyle, check out the famous Tiki Bar. Here visitors can exchange recipes for party appetizers and cocktails, and even learn how to build their very own Tiki Bar, just like Crazy Joe has in his living room. You can hit all of the Tiki Lounge auction sites right in one search engine right off of my site. How about the Elvis Tiki? Elviki? <laughs> well, friends, it seems that our visit to the virtual surf lounge is almost over. But do not fear. You stop off and see Crazy Joe anytime. You can always email me at surflounge.com.
some of you may know Crazy Joe. He has uh, a deep interest in all kinds of music, and he has a uh, surf lounge music of his of his own that's on the uh, website. Uh, but he's uh, he's been a tremendous help with me uh, getting my CD going. In fact, without his help, uh, it would not have happened at all. So you know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy and I were sitting out on the back patio talking over music and uh, things in general. And uh, how hard did Elvis' death hit you? Um. It bummed me out because I really wanted to meet him. Yeah. And I really wanted to meet Elvis, and it did bum me out. Yeah. It really did. I was like, darn it. Well, you know, he's spotted around the country now. But, well, <laughs> most recently at some standard stations. Well, he's probably over Crazy Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably, if he's going to be anywhere, he'll yeah. be crazy, that's for sure. By the way, I have to mention, speaking of Crazy Joe helping yeah. you out, is what help, he has a you know deep heart to help everybody out. I know you do. I love your CD, by the Do way. you really? Well, yes. thank you very it's much. It's great, I and it. I recommend everyone get it because it's awesome. Very kind of you. Thank You're you. welcome. Legend has it that in the mid-1800s, off the coast of San Diego bombed a dashing young swashbuckler named Richard the Black. It is said that Richard carried a passionate love for the red-haired maiden known to all as Mary Murray. Mary worked by night at a local alehouse, a favorite roost for a notorious band of pirates captained by William Kidd. At the end of their long travels, 
Walls knocking back a few wheels. Seldom did a night pass when at least one of the bar's inhabitants did not meet their demise at the end of a pointed dagger. Often, the subject of their raucous abuse, Mary held deep contempt for his rogues, who took great delight in pilfering local shopkeeps and wreaking havoc upon the town. Her only solace was in seeing Richard walk through the door. One cold and blustery night, Richard the Black set out for the alehouse with the sole intent of taking Mary away with him. Unbeknownst to Richard, an envious William Kidd and his band of cutthroats were lying in wait. On arrival, Richard was set upon by Kidd's crew. Joined by several of the locals, Richard fought gallantly, sending all but one of the scoundrels to their death. Finally, Richard the Black and William Kidd came face to face. Though details are sketchy, the story goes that Mary plucked a knife from a nearby table, wielding it at an unsuspecting kid. At that very same moment Richard was attempting last deadly thrust. As steely cold blades met soft hot flesh, both Kid and Mary collapsed to the floor in a pool of flowing blood. The stunned Richard was overcome with anguish and grief. He gently lifted Mary's lifeless body and carried her through the misty streets to his ship lying moored in harbor. Upon the ship, Richard crafted a figurehead in Mary's likeness, a testament to his undying love, which he mounted on the ship's prow. It was this carved countenance of Mary Murray that accompanied Richard on his wanderings until his death and left the townsfolk to speak to this day of the legend of Richard the Black and his beloved Bloody Mary. Up here. It's a little bit colder, not so many people, uh, a lot of empty, open, rocky coastlines. It sounds like you're suggesting that um, it's kind of like real enthusiastic surfers up here and not kind of weekend surfers. Yeah, you don't have a choice up here, it's, it's deathifying. When you go out, when you go on the coastline here, you're, uh, you think twice about stepping off the rocks and, and going out in the ocean between the white sharks and the, and the big waves and the fact that there's no designated surf spots like there is in Southern California. You have uh, 100 miles of empty coast and you just find a spot that looks good to you and maybe no one's ever surfed it before. So there is no, uh, no crowds, there is no Malibu, there's, there's nothing like you see in the Gidget movies. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a decision that you make and you've got to be wanting it and uh, it's, a, it's a real healthy 
tough sport to do. You know, heck, man, everyone digs going to the beach and watching the sunset, right? You know, taking a stroll down the sand. And, and uh, to get out in the water and play around in the, in the ocean, that's fun too. But when it's 24 feet out here, and 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 the, and the, and and you're risking your life to get that rush riding away. I mean, that's a big, big high, man. I mean, you drop into a third, third reef, 25 foot tube, reach up and you can't even touch the top of it. And you're buried inside that thing, and it spits you out, and your hair's dry. Man, you touch the soul of God. You're not going to be like a normal person, man. You know. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> I call it like I call everyone else like the legions of the unjazzed. You know what I'm saying? They come up to me at like uh, cocktail parties and and uh, be sitting behind the the, the the food and shit like this, and they go, "So, Crazy Joe, what's it like to surf?" And I'll start to tell them, and they'll all move to the other side of the dip. <laughs> Can you tell us some of the um, the, the differences between the way surfing is projected as it's marketed and and surfing from your own experience? Well, if you want surfing it by itself is one person alone in the middle of the ocean with a wave, all right? You got a little foam surfboard, you turn around and you stand up and you're riding this wave. That's surfing, right? The rest of it, that's Hollywood. So if you guys got some weird impression about that, that's Hollywood did that to you, man. Well, frank, frankly, uh, Joe, it does all seem very cool when we when we watch the the, the movies. It sounds like you know, I mean, there's a whole there's a, a whole persona, a, a stereotype, if you will, has grown up about the kind of people that are surfers. Yeah, the, you know, rugged individually. Yeah, well, dig this, man. Like people in the industry, like the clothing, surf clothing, the sunglasses. Uh, uh, you know, the, there's, a, there's a multi-million dollar uh, business that has to do with the surf industry and the people that, that fall for that sad thing and they go and buy the clothes and they buy all that surf paraphernalia and they sponsor. I know these people, man. I know the people that make it. I've got investments in some of those companies and that's great for business. But that's not the sport itself, right? You know, there's analogies that people compare to the, to the wave, you know, the breaking wave going this way. and doing it right in the way, you know, well that's bullshit like surfing the internet. Here's your surfing. You got lounge, you got surfing. It's life, man. We don't have a lifestyle, we have a life. We live it. We don't live with it. There's no separation. We live it. Now you go down to Southern California and you're gonna bump into all kinds of characters, man. It's like a carnival. They just I mean it's a circus. And this just spun out, they're dressed in weird colors and and you know, God, I can't tell what the hell they're doing, man. I mean, they're not surfing the wave; they're surfing something else, man. They're, you know, they're surfing, showing off, and doing weird stuff. I mean, heck, if they if they've got enough skill, the great ones will have a great attitude. They'll have a thing called soul. I mean, you know, that's what it's all about. And and they could be the hottest surfer in the world and blow minds, but they're gentlemen, they're honest, great people, kind-hearted, and and they'll be nice to you. They'll be friendly. And you would never even know by meeting these people that they're the best surfers in the world. Thanks for enjoying our podcast. Visit us at surflounce.com for more. Aloha.